Hey ladies, welcome back to the Worthy Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Miss Andre, and today we have a very special guest with us. I'm here with Audrey Auday. First and foremost, I would like to welcome you to the show. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. We're very happy to have you here. Um, Audrey Auday is the founder of GirlLoveYourself.org which is a community of women who are committed to loving themselves inside and out. So if you're like me and you want to have like a little positive encouragement, inspiration on your Instagram feed, then you should definitely consider becoming a girly girl and following this page on Instagram at girl love yourself. And that's spelled Y U R S E L F. I did not say, Oh, okay. (laughs) So I said, Y U R S E L F. Okay, so let's follow our girl, show her all kinds of love. And yes. you can also, <laughs> yes, you can also click the link in her bio where you can find and support her online shop. Thank you. Yes. You're very Thank welcome. You follow and also, you know, follow where the girl posts <laughs> on there. They uplift me. So, <laughs> yes. Thank you. Even though a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people think I'm kind of mean. Like, yeah. they kind of. They misunderstand, like, my page for the most part. Like, they kind of assume I mean in a way. But I feel like the real goal is just to, like, share experiences and, like, help women in general. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Yeah, like, does your page ever get misinterpreted for something else? Honestly, no. I haven't. I have not ran into that problem yet, but I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's coming. It might be, but hopefully not, like. I feel like your page is more acceptable. It's more acceptable to the public because mine is kind of like right in your face. Like this dude tried it. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, to be honest, these days it's needed. It's needed. Um, You know, the cutthroat advice because I feel like people, especially people are from our generation, we're so used to being sugar-coated and, you know, everything just put in a nice little package mm-hmm. and that makes the fact that it don't really grow. So I like the cutthroat, you know, advice and no BS uh, <laughs> post because it forces people to grow. Yeah. Like when you're uncomfortable, that's when you grow. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But I actually found your page like on the explore, I believe. And I was like, Oh my God, this is cute. First. I love the color. Cause Thank I love you. pink. <laughs> you're welcome. I love pink. And I was like, okay, I like the stuff that she puts in like your whole layout and everything. I'm like, I got to follow her. But your posts are like really motivating, empowering. And like your perspective is really appreciated because I feel like this whole community, right, is like, Mm -hmm. it's really diverse because everybody brings a different thing to the table. Mm -hmm. And they all bring their own value to it. So people can really decide like what message resonates with them and Mm -hmm. what they want to um what they want to use as inspiration during their journey because it's really something for everybody that's true it's really something for everybody but like what motivated you to start girl love yourself uh basically long story short (laughs) um i was i was broken down uh had just came out of a depression a breakup you know yada 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 um 
And I started to read books because I wanted to, you know, I was so into the whole self-help thing, which I still am, you know, it's, it's amazing. And um, yeah, so I, so I started to read books and uh, as I was reading, I would give advice to my friends whenever they would, you know, ask me questions and those advice uh, seemed to work and be effective. So then one day my sister was like, hey, hey, um, Audrey, why don't you start a blog? Because you give very, very great advice. And I was like, hmm, yeah, okay, yeah, I should start. So I barricaded myself in my room for like two weeks and <laughs> with ideas, plans, uh, prayed a lot, uh, wrote in my journal about, you know, posts that I wanted to write and things like that. I just became so inspired and I just started to just create my um, blog and, um, yeah, after that, the rest is history. And it, it started two years ago. It just now is gaining momentum. So anybody out there who has an idea and is starting and you feel like no one is really looking at, at your things or no one is really listening to you, just keep going. Just never give up. Never give up. Yeah, seriously. Like we live in a society that's all about like likes and mm-hmm. from others. So mm-hmm. I'm glad you added that in. So mm-hmm. About two years ago, you had that breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And well, not really the breakthrough. You had the moment where you said, yeah. I should help girls. Yeah, because your friends were like, girl, I'm only one person. There's thousands of people out there right. <laughs> making mistakes. So I'm like, yeah, that's kind of what got me into it, too, because I'm like, mm-hmm. I keep telling my friend advice, telling this girl, telling these people. And I'm like, I'm not really like making a difference. Guys mm-hmm. are still getting over. You know, I'm like, I wish I could be with a bullhorn on top of like a big building. Like, don't believe them. I feel you. Yes. <laughs> no, but that's really how I felt in the moment. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing I feel is like you are the sum total of the five people that you're around the most. So I feel like being on Instagram constantly and having pages like yours, pages mm-hmm. like mine, and others alike that encourage you mm-hmm. are like are a part of that sum total of people you're around, if mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Because yeah. it's the same as a message, you know, like if you have a friend who is sending messages to you through just talking to you, that's not so different than having an Instagram page you follow that's sending you messages, you know. Either way, you're processing it and you're deciding, like, do I agree with it? Do I disagree? Mm -hmm. You know, so as far as, like, a reminder every day, because I'm telling you guys, I can never slip. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I can't tell you to not do something and here I go. Mm -hmm. That's true. It's like uh, being, you know, being accountable. Yes, Mm -hmm. definitely holding yourself accountable. I'm like, oh, no, I will never. And even when guys try certain things with me I'm like I feel so bad for him because he don't even know who he's talking about he got the right one Mm -hmm. have you ever had um some of the guys that you guys that you have dated follow your page and ask you about it oh no 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 I I don't even I don't think guys really follow my page not that I know of Mm -hmm. Like I see a couple red pill guys. Oh my! They just made a comment on my post the other day. I had to delete it. He yeah. was wretched. You know, he gave one of my girls the finger. I'm like, okay, let me let me just block him because no I value. can't. Mm-hmm. Dust. I can't have yes. I can't have the dust missing with the go. I can't. Mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. so, yeah, Instagram definitely yes keeps me um 
on point, really. And I'm hoping that it keeps these girls on point. That's really the whole goal of, I'm sure, both of our pages. Just a reminder. Mm -hmm. Yes. At the end of the day, we're not going to always agree on everything. So I can't really get upset when people don't, like, agree with something. So another thing, what do you feel is the biggest issue that women have when it comes to growing into this mindset of the women they want to be? Growing into a high-value woman who knows her worth and acts on it? Um, I would say the biggest issue when it comes to having that mindset is um, believing in themselves and believing in their worth and uh, believing that they deserve those things. Because, I mean, you can scream to the rooftop, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'm high-value and I'm this and I'm that. But if deep down you don't believe that, a man should, you know, pay for most, if not all the, all of the dates, or if you don't believe that, you know, you deserve to be hypergamous, or if you don't believe that, you know, you deserve to be treated right, you can say all those things, you can wear the best clothes, you can, you know, um, have the best body shape, but if deep down you don't believe in your worth, it's never going to work. I agree with that. The mindset and just like, just to believe that just because you are you, you deserve to be treated right. And I feel like also in our so- mm. our society, um, I don't know your uh, racial background, but I am a black woman or African woman slash black woman. And um, especially for our community, uh, women, it's like, um, I don't know, society just really wants women to, uh, especially us, to just be able to handle everything while still being soft. Yeah. Or or they want women to be super, super masculine and just, you know, handle the, the responsibilities of their man because they have become so lazy these days. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like the regular responsibilities that women already have as women in our society. That And also um, when I when it comes to the dating trend, I will say that <sighs> it's a lot because, <laughs> you know, we have pills, man. We have alpha oh, male strategies, and then we have what's his name, Kevin Samuels. We have the light. <laughs> okay, I just gotta say this. One thing that I noticed is that mm-hmm. we, as women, we have all mm-hmm. of these communities, all of these influencers, and all these people who try to make us better women, better mm-hmm. wives, better mothers. But mm-hmm. I don't see that on the men's mm-hmm. side. It seems like they have movements that are geared towards becoming worse men, <laughs> like not paying for dinner, not yeah. being gentlemen. When I feel like that's, I feel like that's, yeah, the general message behind their movements when ours is behind becoming better women, which is, mm-hmm. it's for us, but it's also for them and the future of humanity. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. So yeah. what are your thoughts on these MTGO? <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> These red pill movements. Um, I will say that what these men talk about, I'm just like, I don't know where those coming from. I think maybe it just comes from a deep hatred of seeing women leveling up because it is a wave, which I love because I've seen so many women, especially black women, talk about you know femininity and. Uh, resting and you know like glowing up leveling up which I, I really really love because we're burning down the cake which is amazing um, 
so I will say that these these men are the MGTOW men are um, they may be just angry because they are now you know realizing that oh our games are you know can't really play anymore you know it can't really work anymore and uh, they are realizing that now they really have to work to get the top notch women you know mm-hmm. uh, the more as a woman the more you level up you know inside and out you become top notch you open so many doors and opportunities and like so many um yeah like you open ways to meet more men yeah definitely i don't know if yeah because like if you are um being your best um you know more men are going to be attracted to you and yada 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 and that that is going to leave all the MGTOW guys behind because you're not going to be attracted to them because they can't really do anything for you and since you are leveled up they know they can't really get you unless they are able to provide and protect you right you know provide for you you know protect right you. so um, essentially they're scared they're scared they don't know what to do oh, yeah. other than to lash out and eh, that's my take mhm that's true and you know, like men, men are smart, and uh, that's one thing. They're very logical. They're very smart, so they know that you know, if I just keep tearing down this woman and make her not see her value, then I can get more out of her than if she knew her value. So they're always going to find a way to with the MGTOW men. I will see. I will say, will always mm-hmm. find a way to make women feel bad about demanding more because they know that. It is going to require them to do more and they don't want to. And to be better. Like, are we moving forward in a positive way with with these communities? Or do you feel like it's um, moving us in another direction? I feel like it's um, driving a wedge between uh, women and men. Because we're living in a time where um, a lot of us are more progressive than our parents, which... I am traditional and I will always be traditional. I was raised in a traditional home and, you know, that's it. But um, and our society is also becoming more and more progressive. So it's like these days, it's, you know, any idea kind of fits and whatever you believe in, you kind of like latch on to that. And um, I will mm-hmm. say that communities like that um, are driving a, a wedge between men and women it's, I would say between um, men and the women that they actually want, because the tactics that alpha male strategies, you know, pushes out there. <laughs> um, so you know, those tactics will actually they actually work on women who have low self esteem. They don't work on women like us who are working on our self esteem and know our worth and yada yada yada. Because you know, we know we are not going to stay with a man who just keeps playing games over and over again just to play with our head so that we can open our legs. And that is something that alpha male strategies teaches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely separating us because if one group is saying like, don't fall for this, mm-hmm. don't do this if he does this. And then the other group is saying, do this so that she can do the exact thing that we're telling girls to never do. Mm-hmm. It's like, they're only going to find themselves finding lower and lower quality women. And I hate to say it, but, you know, that's true. lower quality women. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them do know on a deeper level that they're never going to be able to get someone who has self-love and stuff if they keep pulling those tactics. So mm. 
it's only going to make people more, yeah, more distant. Okay. Okay. So um, on your website, girlloveyourself.org, you have a section on self-esteem mm-hmm. that I kind of find pretty delightful. Um, and part of it, you said a true glow up is when you love yourself inside and out. It is when your self-esteem is healthy and outside validation is not needed for you to feel like a queen. I love this part because a lot of us confuse what mm-hmm. self-esteem is. Emphasis on self. Self-esteem comes mm-hmm. from within. And your whole shebang, your whole like movement, I just love it because it's telling girls like, let's not put so much stock in what others think of us. And let's start going more within. Mm-hmm. Like you talk about journaling and stuff. These are things that are going within and finding out what's going on in your head, mm-hmm. how to make it better. Because I feel like journaling, it kind of allows you to lay your thoughts out. And mm-hmm. in that way, it betters you with when it comes to like dealing with problems in the future, in my opinion. But that's just how it helps me. But how does journaling tie into your level of journey? How has it benefited you along your way? Yes, uh, journaling is a lifesaver. <laughs> uh, journaling has helped me so much when it comes to just pouring my heart out, uh, emptying my head from so many, you know, ideas and things and um, things in my life or events in my life that brought, you know, anxiety or happiness or anything. And just the fact that you are able to go back to, you know, your old journals mm-hmm. that you wrote ago or like even two months ago and just see the mind frame and just you know like make a comparison between how you feel now and how you felt before is just it's amazing and you know like um i have journals that i have held on to for years and when i go back and read those i'm just i i'm so thankful and i'm so grateful i'm just like wow like these are the things that i wanted then and now i have those things and i'm just yeah it's just yeah it also helps you with um Growing a you know grateful heart, and um, yeah, journaling is life. <laughs> I love journaling, and um, also um, I will say that when it comes to because we know we live in the world of um, influencers and you know uh, social media, Instagram, yada yada yada. Um, I like to put an emphasis on finding your worth within yourself uh, rather than you know. Um, like finding your worth within yourself rather than letting other people, you know, tell you who you are. Because if you get a negative comment online or if you get like a dislike or whatever, angry face on Facebook. Angry face. Yeah. (laughs) It's not, it's going to bother you, but not that much because your worth and your sense of self and who you are does not come from that person's reaction of you. And most of the people, you know, that, um, most of the time I've noticed that people will have a reaction negative or positive towards you, but it mainly has to do with how they feel about themselves. Like someone who is not happy at all is not going to be super happy, you know, seeing you reaching all your goals and this and that, especially if they want your life. So that person can tell you a negative comment comment or like a backhanded compliment. And if you put your worth in their hands, you're going to feel so low 
when in reality they're not happy. So you're putting your your faith and you're putting your worth in the hands of someone who also has insecurities, who's also struggling with their self worth. So mm-hmm. it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Yes, and it's just like misery loves company. So yeah. you know, I'm gonna leave you lonely. That's what, right. I, <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. Right. So, period. But I love the way you you phrased that totally perfectly. I hope you ladies are listening because she's definitely dropping jewels here, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's important to have mm-hmm. music, inspiration, and women to motivate yeah. to motivate and continue to motivate you mm-hmm. on your journey because it is easy to get discouraged. It is easy to feel like, um, am I doing this right? I don't, you know, you need to have that person or those people who you can look to and say, okay, I can get there because she got there. That's one thing I feel is so important that when we see some someone, if we see a girl in a jet, we see a girl living her life, it's important to know that mm-hmm. seeing someone have what you want is not a sign showing you that you can't get it. A girl who is living the lavish life or doing this, that, and the third, you should take that as inspiration. Mm-hmm. You should take that as motivation for you to get there. There's way more happy in the happy pool. She just found the happy pool and she took some out. Yes. You're going to go for some or you're going to complain. What are you going to do? Yeah. Right? <laughs> what are you going to do? That is so true. That is so true. Uh, I do have a question. Uh, do you believe that the women who are jealous, do they even realize that they are jealous? Some of them do, I think, and some don't. I feel like the ones who realize that they're jealous, um, they're probably a little more self-aware, but mm-hmm. more angry. <laughs> more angry because it's like they know mm-hmm. that that's the reason that they're upset, and it just keeps getting them more upset because it's like they just don't like mm-hmm. you, and they feel like like I've had friends who stopped talking to me because I didn't give them certain information or tell them something. Because it wasn't, mm. they weren't at that point in their journey yet. I'm trying to cultivate you. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get you to the point mm-hmm. where you can have success in this field. You know what I mean? So I feel like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that my friend was jealous of me, but I feel like the women who know that they're jealous or know that they have some self-doubt, that's what we're putting. They have self-doubt and they externalize it um, and it feels like jealousy to the other person. That's how I'll put mm-hmm. it. But yeah, to answer your question, mm-hmm. I feel like some women, yes, they do realize that they're jealous. Some women don't. And instead, they'll just be like, you know, I don't like these girls. I don't like their lifestyle or the things that they say because mm-hmm. it doesn't agree. It doesn't align with, with, with what I believe. But guess what? Those same girls come around mm-hmm. later. Those same girls. <laughs> Yeah, they all think about it later and they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Only reason I didn't like her is because I kind of wanted to be mm-hmm. her, didn't know how to get there, and was afraid to ask for help. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Very well said. Yeah, I mean, Audrey, can't these girls send you a nice little message asking you, you know, for a little couple of tips, for some advice, or anything if they're curious? Too prideful. Their ego is too big. And I always say, like, in this walk, you cannot have a huge ego, especially as a woman. No. Yeah, you have to kind of... Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like you have to have some kind of ego, of course. Um, but you kind of have to minimize it in certain situations. That's what it is. I feel like controlling your ego mm-hmm. and knowing like 
when to mm. maximize it, when to minimize it. That's really what I feel. If you're asking for help or you need help, just shrink your ego, your ego a little bit and think like, is me having a big ego and feeling like I'm better, too good for this actually helping me? No, because mm-hmm. I know with me, I've struggled with asking for help in the past. That wasn't getting me anywhere. When I started reaching out and saying, okay, I have this mm-hmm. resource, I have this information, putting it together and like you said, locking myself in the room to get together, <laughs> that's when yeah. the butterfly came out. Okay? <laughs> that's when. Yeah. Not before. Those are the best transformation. Yes. Stay in your cocoon for a day. Two days. Make it a week. Okay? Make it a week. Yes. As long as you need. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Because, I mean, if you could quarantine because of corona, you can quarantine because you wanna. Ooh, that rhyme. Mm-hmm. Okay? I- <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Now, on your page, you talk a lot about uh, dating. You know, you give a lot of dating dating advice. Um, I wanted to ask you, what are the top three dating advice that you would give any woman uh, from her early 20s to her late 30s? The top three things I would say is, one, always know your worth mm-hmm. and act on it. That's number one. Know your worth. Know... Not even, I hate to say know your worth because it's like we're all on a totem pole. No, just know that you deserve everything that you want and desire, okay? Mm -hmm. You are deserving of it. Once you believe that, like Audrey said, those things will come to you. Okay, that's one. Knowing your worth. Number two, I would say date people who align with what it is that you want for your life. A lot of us just date people because we're like, oh, he's cute. Oh, um... He, he goes to my church, so it's convenient. Forget convenience. Right. Mm-hmm. Cute is not going to pay the bills. <laughs> Stress ain't convenient. There's nothing convenient about wondering how you're going to pay the next bill. Right. So let's think logically, ladies. Number one, know your worth. Number two, date people who align with your goals, your values. You know, if he wants long-term relationships and you want long-term relationships, then you guys might click. But if he's like a pump and dump guy... There's no reason for you to still entertain him and try to heal him with your vagina or change his mind. No, you're not going to do that. So that's two. Always date people who align with what you want, period. Not people who might change in the future. Forget potential. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm adding too much in there. (laughs) But forget potential. Know what you want and get that. And that's it. What it is right now, not in the future. What, What he is, who he is at the moment. Does he align with what you want? If the answer is yes, he might have a chance. Okay. The third one I would say is, hmm. Yeah. Date people who align with what you want. Never date people who um, put you on the back burner. Um, people who make you feel less than. Mm-hmm. Always date people who make you feel good when you're around them. Think about things on a, on a more energetic level. Mm-hmm. So... If your energies, and I know it's about to get all spiritual, but I'm I'm serious. If your energies click together and it's like, okay, when, I, when I'm with this guy, I feel really comfortable. I feel really secure. He makes you feel like the woman that you want to feel like, Aretha Franklin. Then you can be like, okay, maybe I'll give him a chance. He aligns with what you want. He makes you feel comfortable. It's really... I feel those are probably the top three things, knowing your worth, because at the end of the day, that's most important. Nobody's going to get over you on you unless you got over on yourself first. 
I got to repeat it. Nobody can get over on you until you get over on yourself first because he can't trick you unless you were able to be tricked. You know your worth. So you're not going to go to his house for a first date, right? That's true. I mean, that should be common knowledge. <laughs> no, girl. Surprise. It, it, it's, whew, I wish it was. That's all we're going to say. But yeah, we're not doing these things. We're not entertaining um, low efforts and stuff. And that's number one. Everything after that, it kind of shifts according to what you know, people want or whatever. Like some girls don't actually want marriage. They don't want kids. I personally find it surprising because I do want to have kids, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, I'm not them. So I don't know. But if you don't want to have kids, date people who don't. Okay. That's true. That's true. I agree. I don't know why. I don't know. I guess because I surely do want to have children and, you know, get married. But I also think about the women who say they don't. I think about the case study. I mean, can we talk about celebrities? Sure, girl. I, I don't mind. <laughs> I'm thinking about, you know, loving hip hop's um, Chrissy and uh, Jim Jones, how she's been pressing him for a ring and yada, yada, yada. And then just now recently, she said that she just doesn't really care about marriage or having children, if I'm being correct. And I'm thinking in my mind, like, is that really what she wants or is she accommodating that just to, you know, not lose face because mm-hmm. he does not want to give her a ring? Or the same with Cassie. She was with mm-hmm. for so long. And I think uh, there was an interview where, uh, when she was still with him, she was saying that, you know, she didn't really care about marriage right now and yada, yada, yada. But then she left him, got with a new guy and then got married. Right away. Two months now now. She's a whole way. Exactly. So it's like deep down, you still wanted marriage. But because you were with this man who put you as a placeholder and didn't really want it, mm-hmm. it felt like you had to adjust it so that you wouldn't lose face or, you know, just so that you could feel better. So, not you know, again, I'm not judging those women because I've been in the place where I, you know, have gotten played by a guy and everything, but I'm just, you know, sometimes I do question uh, when women say that they don't want to get married, but then maybe mm-hmm. from my traditional background, um, I do know that most women, uh, even though, even if they are career women, they want to be pampered or, you know, cherished. Yes. Yeah. Especially if they want to get pregnant. I I do know that most of them, if they have the choice, they would want to stay home while being pregnant and, you know, just nurse. And, Thank you. Yeah. Nobody wants to come home from a 12, 8 or even two mm-hmm. hour shift mm-hmm. and come clean the house, mm-hmm. cook, watch some kids, help with homework. No, no, no. Exactly. And that's not even 50-50, really. I mean, on paper, it's 50-50. You know, you split the rent or whatever with this man. And, you know, you go to work, he goes to work, you come home, he sits down and watches TV and chills while you have to clean the house, uh, feed the children, make dinner. So it's really not 50, 50. You're doing like 80, 10. And in in his mind, he's doing 50, 50, but you're not because you're doing way more than him. Because the standard has gotten so low that guys feel like doing that is enough. But I have to say something on mm-hmm. Chrissy. I really feel like the reason that Chrissy mm-hmm. and Cassie were both... Oh, that's funny. They both have. But Chrissy and Cassie, the reason that they mm-hmm. were saying, oh, I don't want marriage. Yeah. I don't want kids and all this is because mm-hmm. not necessarily that they're brainwashed into that by the guy, but it's more so mm-hmm. accommodating him, like you said, and feeling like, okay, if I just say I don't want it, mm-hmm. or if I just stop wanting it, then I won't feel so unfulfilled. If I just say, 
like Chrissy was with Jim Jones mm. for however long, you know. And another issue with that is she's yeah. older than him. So yeah. So Jeez. that's I feel is another dynamic that can be discussed at a later time. But dating guys that you're significantly older than mm-hmm. or older than at all, in my opinion, is never good. So that whole situation, it was like she was mother and he was son, you know. And guys are not well, unless they're just, you know, they're not gonna be attracted to that yeah. girl who's like yeah. youthful, bearing children, all these kind of things. They want a girl who's basically their age or younger. So that was That's another true. issue. But Chrissy saying that she didn't want kids, that that broke my heart. No, mm-hmm. no, what broke my heart more was Cassie. Like she had her whole life. She still has it. She still has it. But I'm saying yeah. she's so young. <laughs> so young, stuck in the house with Diddy. She was like the water girl. We never saw her again after uh-huh. me and you. No, I'm serious. Like she's so yeah. gorgeous. Like mm-hmm. all the modeling opportunities and everything. I really feel like this whole time she could have been just having fun dating different guys and then settling down because Diddy, I don't even think he was a good enough boyfriend, honestly. He Yeah, but we do know he has his feminine ways, but um yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm not gonna get overly psychological, um <laughs> but like you know, even with the Jim Jones, you know, you uh mentioned that Chris is older than him. I don't know if mm-hmm. you watch the show, but like the dynamic with his mother is like kind of unusual. So yeah, so that's another like whole can of worms, you know, to open that. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It just brings you like to the point where uh, if you are going to date a man seriously, especially for a marriage, you should just observe his fam- family dynamic. Yes, please. You know, like the youngest is he the oldest? Is he like the middle child? Um, you know, all those things, all those things. Yo, that is so true. I remember I was, well, I wasn't really dating him, but years ago, there was this guy where we're, we're going to call him, oh, we're not even going to call him nothing. This yeah. guy, <laughs> this guy was like the oldest of all his brothers, right? And mm. I noticed that he was so like, he was always the one who had to like pretty much pick them up from school, do all this stuff. So he was already like growing his stuff. I mean, responsible yeah becoming that responsible person and trying Mm -hmm. to like become that father figure in a way Mm -hmm. so it's like if you're dating a guy who he was conditioned to be responsible for stuff that's better than dating with a guy who was conditioned to be taken care of all the time and conditioned mm -hmm, to have that single mother Mm -hmm. as well that's the worst in my opinion having a single mother taking care of a boy because Girl, it shows him, you know, that women could take care of everything. They should take care of everything. So that's even, you know, worse in my opinion. But in general, yeah, he should have responsibilities mm-hmm. from from a young age. I agree. I agree. Uh, like, what do you think that single mothers should do to, you know, a single mother who has a son? What should she do to raise? her son to uh, naturally want to become a provider and a protector whenever he is going to start dating. Because, um, you know, um, I've dated men who were raised by single mother mothers and they kind of, as you know, I was raised in a traditional home where, you know, my mom stayed home. Uh, mm-hmm. We married hyper, hyper, 
Lord, my my words. She married up. Uh, you know, my dad was paying all the bills, yada yada yada. And mm-hmm. I had a man who um his mother was, you know, the sole provider and everything. His dad was not present. So in our uh relationship dynamic, he kind of expected me to take on more and like to be somewhat of the leader, but you know, he wanted to have that surface leadership. I don't know if that makes sense, you know, as in like, oh, I, I make the decisions, but I'm not really um doing anything tell the truth right right right. as in like i was expecting him to you know pull it pull in the weight because i saw my father take on everything so so for like um hypergamous single mothers out there who are leveling up who want the best for their children um what advice would you give them when it comes to raising their sons to be the men that a leveled up woman wants so i feel like one i will say this i'm not a mother i'm not a mother of a boy so yeah let's just get that disclaimer out there but in my opinion i feel like if you have a son and you want him to be the guy that hypergamous women will want to date, then he should have responsibilities from young he should know what a man is from young and not necessarily just coming from you. Like, I, I believe strongly in having mentors, mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. a healthy mentorship program for your son. Healthy. You know, you got to check out these people, background checks, everything. So having a good mentorship program for your son or someone in his life, it could be an uncle, an older brother, someone who is a good influence for him. I feel it's so important because people say, do as I say, not as I do. But that's mm-hmm. not how children work. They need to see um, an example of what they should be, you know? A lot of times we're kids and we think something's cool just because we see other people doing it. We get older, we're like, wait a minute, that wasn't even cool. So having those physical representations of what a man should do, what a man should look like is important. If he doesn't have his father like in his life at all or his father's not a good influence of that, then having an uncle... Um, a mentor, someone, it, a male figure should be important. And another thing, as a woman, you can also, like I said, give him responsibilities in the house. Have him be responsible for doing the dishes um, on Fridays. Have him mm-hmm. responsible for taking out the trash on Thursdays. You know, like mm-hmm. give him a schedule. Because I remember this girl, uh, she had a schedule for her son. And I thought that was really good. Um, yeah, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Give him like you know an allowance or something. Teach him responsibility. If he wants a game, he can take it out of his allowance money. You know, like start teaching him responsibility from young. Um, of course, take care of your children. Buy him his clothes and stuff. But I'm saying in general, just showing them a general idea of what a man should do. Also, having um, that male figure, I feel could help a lot because women need that women figure. So does little boys. So true. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a good advice. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I really feel. Yeah, I feel like girls who have a son, it's kind of more mm-hmm. challenging because it's like you're a woman trying to raise a man. You don't really understand wow. his psyche. You got to go to outside mm-hmm. help. And a lot of women say, you know, I could raise him on my own, and all this. And of course, you can technically raise them on your own but as they say it takes a village please use that village don't be afraid to have an uncle come over on thursdays sit with the boy you know Mm -hmm. tell him 
what you know he should be doing. Make sure you're doing your homework. Make sure you're helping your mom always. And that's another thing I feel like um, when a when a little boy knows that he um, is helping, he's helpful, he's doing something, he's appreciated. That's good reinforcement. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and it's teaching him from young, okay, as a man, when I do this to help my mom, I get praise. When I do that, you know, my mom is happy when this. So, yeah, it's teaching them. So, in this community, we all talk about how it's important to love ourselves, put ourselves first. And I feel like we're getting so desensitized from it. Whereas, Mm. like, when we hear it, it's like mumbo jumbo because it's, like, so cliche. We're always hearing it. So, let's just break down what self-love really is. And what it means to the both of us when it comes to dating and relationships. Mm-hmm. So for me, I feel since we become so desensitized to it and it's like, okay, yeah, self-love. Yeah, yeah. But we're kind of brushing past it. So let's like unpack it for a second. So I feel like when you love yourself and you put yourself first, it's a fine example of what others should do when they're in your presence. And to say that, I mean, if you're with a guy, for example, you're dating a guy and you show, show, you don't have to tell because a lot of times when we tell people I'm valuable or I'm busy or all these things, it kind of can feel like you're trying to prove it to them. So when we show that way that they can subconsciously make these conclusions, that's the important part. When others can subconsciously draw conclusions that, okay, this girl values herself. She loves herself, right? When they can do that, you're doing the job right. And doing the job right is doing your facial routines, doing your makeup, doing your hair, putting effort into your clothes, right? That's the physical part. But it's also taking care of the inside as well. Not ignoring um, the fact that you still miss your ex. Right? Mm-hmm. I didn't say text him. I didn't say text him. Put your phone right. down. Okay. Right. I said not ignoring the fact that you miss him. So that means that you can just sit in that feeling. Mm-hmm. Deal with it. What I like to do when I have, even if I have a crush on a guy, I'm gonna be honest. I will sit there and write down what I like about him. What is it about him that I like? Because I need to literally understand what's going on up here. What's going on up here? Is it is it superficial? I really write down a lot of things to just break it down completely and get like a real just. So when it comes to taking care of the inside as well, I feel like, um, like you mentioned, and you talk about a lot of these things on your page. Like I said, girls, please follow her at Girl Love Yourself, Y-U-R-S-E-L-F, okay? Yourself. Um, Please follow her. She has great posts, seriously. But like you say on your page, these things are important because a lot of us talk about the outside, which, like I said, Mm -hmm. I love the diverse community. I love it. But Mm -hmm. the pages like yours that really target the psyche, the emotion, yeah, the mental, these things are really important because we like to bury things, you know? That's true. And they always come out. Yeah. And we sometimes um, hurt our own selves by moving on Mm -hmm. too quickly or just ignoring this and trying to cover it up with that. So, Mm. yeah, let's show that we love ourselves 
by physically taking care of ourselves. But let's also show it by taking care of our emotional self, our mental self, and all of these other selves that we have within. Because people can see that as well. You can have the best Mm -hmm. wig, the best dress, and the best shoes. But if your head's down, nobody's going to look at you. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's true. Energy does not lie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Energy does not lie. Even when you're dating, men can sense that that energy. Yes. They can sense that, oh, she's a man, she's a beautiful woman, but I can just use, you know, the right words and I can crack the code. Mm-hmm. Like, what does self-love mean to you? I went on, girl. I went on for a minute. <laughs> what does self-love like mean to you? And also, since you said you went through that portion of your life where mm-hmm. you awoke mm-hmm. yourself, what was it? that what were the steps that you took during that path to get you to where you are now? So you found self-love in a more heightened sense, Mm -hmm. because of course you always loved yourself, Mm -hmm. but you heightened that, right? And Mm -hmm. so one, what does it mean to you? And how did you get to this point? Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, first of all, for me, self-love is seeing yourself the way that God sees sees you, because I truly believe that, you know, no one on earth can love you the way God loves you. So, yeah. And, um, you know, so seeing yourself the way he sees you, like naked without. And when I mean naked, I mean like figuratively. Uh, with everything that you want your personality, you know, like the quirks about yourself and like the things that make you different because not everyone is going to look like Kim Kardashian. I'm sorry to break it to y'all, but oh well. <laughs> Kim Kardashian doesn't even look like herself, but you know, that's another story. Uh, but yeah, just, you know, like just accepting yourself. Um, I like to look at myself in the mirror sometimes and just sit there and just be like, you know, no makeup, nothing and just be like, yeah, like Audrey, uh, you are this and this and that. You just, you know, speak to myself and, you know, just accept who I am. Um, and then the rest is added. But yeah, self-love really is just seeing myself the way God sees me, which is the most precious thing on earth. And uh, that means that I don't need to prove myself to anyone. I'm only proving myself to myself. And if I do something, it's only to benefit myself. Um, not in the arrogant, in an arrogant and like mean way. But in a way that I don't need to do things to be liked by other people. Um, that. Um, and also, I will say that the second question was, what brought me to, what, what, were, what were the steps that I took mm-hmm. when I, I can't remember. Oh, well, what were the steps that got you to this point, basically? Like, you know, you said mm-hmm. you had an awakening and mm-hmm. now you're at this point and you're helping a lot of women. So I'm just wondering, well, we're all wondering, what are some Mm -hmm. of the steps that you took or some steps that girls can take when they're trying to get to this point? Like, okay, they just got out of a relationship where they Mm -hmm. felt they weren't being appreciated. They were the breadwinner or they, whatever it was that made them feel like, okay, this guy wasn't knowing my worth because I wasn't Mm -hmm. knowing it. Now, how can Mm -hmm. they get to that knowing? Um... I had to go through the through the ugly. I'll say out there that you know, uh, 
there's no success or breakthrough without the ugly parts. Like I'm, I'm sorry to break it to, you know, uh, our listeners, but you're going to have to go through the dark times before you can see the light and the, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel. So I had to go through my quarter life crisis. I like to call it and like, um, depression where I was just, um, I just one day just woke up and told myself, I don't want to feel this way anymore. I don't want to feel this way anymore. And uh, what do I do? What do I do? You know, and I started to journal more and I just wrote down my feelings. Um, like I was, I, I was a nice girl. Yeah, I was a nice girl, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I was raised to be a nice girl. The nice girl is the most common victim. Mm-hmm. And I hate it. I hate it. You know, like that society wants us to be nice girls. Whatever. That's another tangent. But like, um, you know, growing up in an African household, uh, girls are usually second class. Um, that's most African households. And, uh, you know, I was just raised to be a nice girl. So in my relationship, I was a nice girl. So I kind of expected uh, the love that I was giving him to be given back to me. Um, until I, I turned the ship. And then when I turned the ship, things moved around, whatever. But that's another story. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so I realized I was able to understand men better. And um, and then I just, you know, was writing more. And I just decided, okay. I think really what I want to say is uh, I had to change my mindset. I really had to change my mindset. And I had to move on from being a victim to being a victorious woman because I had a victim mentality and I felt like, oh, you know, I, I kind of wondered why some women would get this and that and I wasn't. So then I, you know, instead of just sitting there, I just kind of like asked myself, okay, so what can I do? So really the turning point in my life was changing my mindset and deciding that, okay, I want better. So I'm going to have to do the work. And, uh, you know, even if I'm scared or afraid, I'm just going to going to have to do it. Now, the journey to me loving myself was not a one day thing. So I want, you know, girls out there to not uh, beat themselves down if they are not as confident as they would like to be, because it's a journey and it's always going to be a journey. Uh, you could be very, very confident right now. And then a traumatic event event happens in your life tomorrow and is going to knock down your self-confidence and you're going, you're going to have to rebuild it. This is why I always say that it's a journey and not a race or just not a, like a um, one-stop place. So yes, yeah, self-love is also a journey. Like this is for your whole life. You're going to have to work on yourself and you're going to have to be self-aware. You're going to have to uh, find little things every single day about yourself that you love and that you appreciate. Um, but yeah, uh, it definitely takes state, um, steps. There's levels to this. <laughs> it's a journey. And yeah, the main thing is really changing my mindset and wanting better for myself and saying no more, no more, no more fear, no more anxiety about this. I'm just going to do it if I fail or well. Yeah. One thing that you said, well, you didn't literally say this verbatim, but you basically said mm-hmm. the first step is you got to get mad. You got to get mm-hmm. mad. You have to say, you know what? Your situation. what was I doing? What was I doing? 
why was I doing it, right? Figuring this out. Why was I doing it? Okay, because I didn't feel worth in myself. Okay, so now I need to mm-hmm. raise that. Now I need to do this. And even if even if it's like a physical level, a girl who um, may not feel like her weight is where she wants it to be or whatever, you can work on these things, mm-hmm. right? But the first step is you need to get mad. It's not about your weight. Mm-hmm. It's not about your looks. It's not about those things first. Right now, it's about the mindset. Why did you allow it? All right, you got mad, mm-hmm. and now you're ready to get happy. So, <laughs> yeah, the first step is definitely getting mad, because if you're not mad, I can't stress this enough. If you are not mad at where you were, not even just mad, I'm being mm-hmm. kind of, you know, hyperbolic about it. If you are not upset, disappointed, or want different from what you had, then you're not going to go mm-hmm. anywhere else. Because, like I said, you have to be uncomfortable to grow. That's why crabs grow out of their shells when it's getting too tight because they're like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. it's too tight up in here. I got to grow. That's true. You know what I'm saying? They're never going to get that new shell if they just stay scared, squeezing up in that old one. So stop squeezing up in that old shell, dating people who don't necessarily align with what you want mm-hmm. because you don't feel like you deserve better or you could get better. You could. You actually could because there are women who came literally from the trenches, mm-hmm. literally from the the metaphysical bottom or whatever you would call it mm-hmm. and found a lane where they can win. I look at Rihanna. She is actually one of my role models. She, that woman is amazing. Um, she, I mean, looking at her life, that, that woman has not, she hasn't even, she didn't finish high school. I didn't know that. Never finished high school. She is where she's at, at now, you know, like her household, like, uh, domestic violence, domestic abuse, and everything, and look at where she's at. So I feel like if someone who came from an island, then finished high school, you know, came from a background like that, can do so many things, you know, and can achieve so many things as a woman and still be desirable, still be feminine, and, um, you know, still be about her business. She is mysterious. To be, like, people don't really know a lot about her, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's actually winning. She's winning in my book. She's definitely winning. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I'm happy for her too. <laughs> like anyone can do it. Mm-hmm. I look at Marilyn Monroe. I look at Dorothy Dandridge. You know those. Yeah. Yeah, so. the women who were able to find a lane that they can win in. And mm-hmm. the reason I say find a lane, I'm sure you can agree with this, is because we all have different lanes, right? Mm-hmm. Not everyone is going to want to go down Sugar Baby Road. Right. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's gonna want to go down relationship street. Mm-hmm. But whatever road you do go down, make sure it's where you want to go and it's not a road you're going down because you're being tugged on by the arm, you know, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Which means you're not doing it because you're valuing someone else over what you want. You know, you like a guy and you're saying, How do I keep him? No, you need mm-hmm. to be saying, How can he keep me? <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. You are the prize. How can he keep me? You know what I'm saying? Like, is he doing what it takes, or is he just doing the bare minimum? You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Um, like even when you read books about psychology, when it comes to the psychology of men, men love challenges. So if you want to naturally be a challenge, you need to love yourself. Like that is a survival skill. Um, I think about the old old times when the women would get with the most alpha males, they would get with the 
males that were the best for them, you know, because they love themselves so much that they would not want to get this Ronnie man who could not get their meat for them and their babies. Same thing. It's like loving yourself is a survival skill. And when a man deep down knows that you love yourself and that you will never be afraid to leave him, he's going to be on his P's and Q's. And that is naturally, you're naturally going to be a challenge for him. Girl, you just dropped the tea. Hold up. She said, <laughs> you ain't even spill it. You dropped it. She said, self-love, loving yourself is a survival skill. What? That is a yeah. fact. It's literally a mm-hmm. fact. And I never heard it put that way, but it literally is. Because when you write it down, girl, because this just came out. Let me write that girl, down. <laughs> you you dropping jewels tonight. You dropping jewels. That's all I'm saying. I feel like ugh, all this is important. I mean, think about it. Mm-hmm. In our society. Sorry. No, um, it's okay. No, like, you know, the women in our society, like, who are the ones who get the most out of life that they want or like you know compared to who are the ones who continuously get hurt again i'm not gonna judge because i've been there before you know like who are the ones who get what they want um when i didn't love myself or when i did not love myself enough i was not getting what i wanted when i began to love myself more i just noticed that the same man who would treat other women in a different way would come and treat me in a totally different way they would you know respect me, cherish me, yada, yada, yada. So it is. It's a, it's yes. a for you and your babies and your legacy and everything else. It's literally like the substitute teacher. The nice girl is the substitute teacher. Mm-hmm. The real teacher's there or the real chick, no disrespect to the girls who you know are pick but when a high-value woman is there, or AKA the original teacher, that man is on his best behavior. He knows mm-hmm. what he can do. He knows what he can't do. He already know he's not getting away with it, so he ain't going to try it. Mm-hmm. But when that substitute teacher walk in, he like, oh, oh, I'm finna, I ain't doing the homework today. Mm-hmm. I ain't doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? So it's about really being that, that one that has him straightened up. Not because you're nagging him, not because you're telling him, oh, I'm better than that, but because you're showing that, like we said, with your actions, the way you take exactly. care of yourself inside and out. Yeah, okay. that's true. No need to. Yeah, that goes again, you know, with femininity. Um, in order to win with a man, you have he has to be sad that you left him. So if you, you know, nag him and yell at him and yada, 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 you think that's you being a mean girl, <laughs> he's not really afraid of you. But if you quietly leave and you, you know, then go off on him, yada, yada. Now, I'm not saying that you can't speak your mind because they need that too. Um, he's always going to, he's going to miss you. He's going to linger, yada, yada, yada. But then, you know, you hold the reins because, yeah, then when he comes back, you can ask for what you want and he's going to give it to you because he knows that, well, this one, if I, you know, misbehave or step out of line, she's going to leave me and I will never hear hear from her again. Right. Right. He needs to know, like, he needs to feel, honestly, he needs to be a little scared. It needs to be like this. Do it like a movie. Girls be, they want too much. No, no. Just follow the movie. Okay. Yeah. Leave while he sleep. Just dip out in the morning and leave a note. Yeah. <laughs> leave a note. Okay, I didn't like what you said to me last night, Stacy. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, that's it. <laughs> you gone in the wind. Now he has to chase you. Cat and mouse, baby. And guess who's the mouse? Yeah. You are. And don't let these men fool you. Because again, men will never give you the code to crack whatever box that you know is to their hearts or whatever works for them. <laughs> men love mean girls. Just don't be like a, 
Yeah, he, he, they love mean girls. Don't be rude. Yeah, that's that's what I meant. yeah. You could be respectful, but not nice. Mm-hmm. Nice, yeah. nasty. <laughs> nice, nasty. <laughs> I love that for real. You got to be a respectful, I mean, excuse me, you have to be a respectful and respectable woman without mm-hmm. being nice. There's a difference. Like, I have mm-hmm. a sister, she is no nonsense. Like, she's yes. been like that since young. No mm-hmm. nonsense. Couldn't even take her pacifier when she was four. She don't play those games, right? So she never played those games even growing up now. And now she's literally married with a good guy. And she's always been in these long-term good relationships with people who were just scared to leave her. Like, scared. This guy wrote so many songs about her. Like, she had these friends that were in love. (laughs) They were in love. And I used to be like, what is she doing to these guys? Like, I... I don't get it. I'm talking about even in high school and stuff. Like, they were just sprung over this girl. And it's because she could take them or she could leave them. She wasn't kissing their butts. They were kissing hers, you know. And not because she was giving her butt to kiss, but because it was just, that's just how they, they knew that she valued herself. And that if they came any less than what she deserved and she knew what she deserved, that they would be gone and instantly replaced. So... People like her, my uh, my oldest sister and Tara Banks, mm-hmm. well, her show really helped me. Like her yeah. show, the Tara show, it helped me understand like <clears throat> a lot of things as a young girl because like she was having different girls on there talking about teen pregnancy and STDs and stuff. And I just was like, oh, wait a minute. Nope, I'm not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, like it just showed me, okay, I could be in her shoes if I make these decisions. And that's why I say a physical representation, even if it's bad, you know, not like as an influence, but having that physical representation, like, look, you don't want to end up like your cousin, Ronnie, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So so you got to have like those positive influences, but you still got to have that fire on your butt. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I don't want to end up like, huh? you know what I'm saying? It's that balance. Yeah. You got to have the fire on your butt or you ain't going to keep moving. You're going to stay stagnant. So keep that fire lit. Keep knowing your worth. Stay a little selfish. People hate me for saying this, but I feel like the word selfish has just got a bad rap. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But when you put it into the context mm-hmm. of a single woman who's dating, be selfish with your time, your energy, and your body. I agree. I agree. And honestly, when you think about it, men are selfish. Men are selfish themselves. Like, they put themselves first. When you're dating a woman, they're thinking about, oh, you know, what am I getting from her? Like, am I getting validation? You know, and yeah, men are easy. <laughs> once she, like, stop being afraid of losing them, once she stop being afraid of, uh, I guess, their opinion of you, they're they're pretty easy. Like, yeah, they're they're selfish. They will, they will put themselves first. They will take you to a restaurant because they want to go there because they like the, you know whatever the food there and will lie to you and tell you oh you know I think that this is you would like it but deep down they're going there for themselves. <laughs> so yeah, well, I support women being selfish, but also uh, I will say that um, if you are going to enter a relationship. Uh, be pleasant to be with, you know, like um, I think there is selfish and a bad selfish. So, yeah. Yeah, like definitely compromising. Like, I'm glad you said that. 
I feel like when we love people, we're more willing to make sacrifices for them, right? Yeah. And of course, when we we know like when we're in a relationship, it has to have compromise to be successful. Mm-hmm. Two people don't have the same thoughts and everything. So we're going to have to meet at a common ground. I think compromising is important. But in your opinion, how would you say that a woman can balance her love for herself and her love for her man? That, I think that's mm-hmm. a good one. Um, I will say that... Uh especially if she is feminine. Um, I don't know if you have heard about uh, Pat Allen. She she, uh, wrote the book, Getting the I Do, and she's gotten so many people getting married and, you know, compromise and communicate. Um, And she says in her book that um, if the woman wants to be the feminine one in the relationship, she's going to have to respect the leadership and the logic of her man. And uh, he is going to have to um, cherish her feelings. So a woman who loves herself can, for example, the man will come to her and, you know, he will uh, say, oh, you know, I want to go to this place or that place or I want us to do this or that. Um, Mm -hmm. He can say how it feels to her. For example, if if it feels if it feels good, she's going to say, yeah, okay, it feels good. I want to do it. But if it does not feel good, she's just going to say, no, Uh, I'm sorry. Um, it does not feel good to me. I'm not going to do it. And she's just going to have to accept the fact that even though, even if she loves him, she's going to have to accept the fact that, okay, this causes pain to him. The fact that she says no, but she loves herself more. So she's going to say no. So she's not overstepping his boundaries, but she's also not forgetting who she is. And she's not, I guess, not loving herself enough or um, erasing, erasing herself in the relationship. So I think it's just, it's just a balance. But in the early stages of dating, the man has to pursue the woman and uh, he's just going to have to prove to her that he is, uh, that he cherishes her feelings. So, And worthy, mm-hmm. of course, of her even putting that forth. But I'm glad that you brought forward that conversation about relationships because there are women who are in relationships and they don't know how to balance, mm-hmm. you know, the love for the self. They like, am I losing myself? Am I losing him? Am I losing myself? Am I losing him? You know, they picking flowers. They don't know what to do. Yeah. So I I feel like being able to balance that, mm-hmm. like you said, comes with knowing that men need respect. Women need that love and affection. Even if, I feel like even if you're in the early stages of dating, mm-hmm. there should always be that level of respect. There should always be, you know, you're putting yourself first, but you can still paint it. That, that's the thing. You girls got to become better painters. You got to know how to paint the picture. Paint it as if you're not shutting him down and ruining his ego. Even though you're telling him, okay, I don't want to do that. Not interested. Bye. That's kind of rude. Okay. <laughs> so we can kind of like tone it down a little bit. And like I showed you guys on the story the other day, I this guy tried it with me and I just said, you know, hope you're fine what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. I'm not it. Take mm-hmm. care. You know, always mm-hmm. leave cute. Always leave cute. Even if you're in a total like debate with a guy, mm-hmm. just be like, you know what? I don't appreciate the way that you're speaking with me. Mm-hmm. You know, let's talk a little later when you're calmed down. Easy, you know, and you didn't have to lose yourself. And then later be like, oh, my God, why did I say that? Why did I do this? I burnt the bridge. He burned the bridge, whatever the case is. So, yeah, being selfish, but knowing how to paint the picture a little better. You don't have to paint it like you're just angry and selfish. We know you're mad. 
your ex did you wrong, but this guy right here doesn't have to like bear the brunt of it, <laughs> you know? So like, let's tone it down a little bit. I'm glad that you mentioned that compromising. Yeah. Important. Compromising comes with the fact that yes, you are a woman, you need this, that, and the third. And remembering that he's a man and he's, he needs this. So how can you get what you want from this guy mm-hmm. without losing yourself? And how can he still feel like he's getting what he wants from you without feeling like he's losing himself? Because if a guy feels like he's, like you said, he's losing himself, he's not getting what he wants, he'll be selfish enough to be like, okay, I'm going to try it again with a different girl. Or I'm not getting what I want here. Mm-hmm. She's not putting out. Let me, you know, try with another girl. So mm-hmm. balancing selfishness and compromising. I love the fact that you said that. One thing we already mentioned, women should always look their best when they're going out. You never know who mm-hmm. might see. No money. Mm-hmm. No, oh God, please no. Please okay. no. You never know. You know, if you're going okay. even to the supermarket, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. you never know who you might see. When you put that effort in, then mm-hmm. other people be like, okay, you know, let's let's see what she's about on the inside. That's yeah. when they're curious. When they see something bad on the outside, they're not curious. They're like, oh, I know you. You Barnetta, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Oh, my. You got to get them curious. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's the message that that conveys. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. we, we already know her type. You know, I'm good. Yeah. But um, is there anything else that you would like to add for the girls who want to level up? get to the next stage in their life internally yeah like i know there are so many pages and facebook groups and websites and youtube you know youtube pages or whatever that talk about leveling up and yada 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 um i want them to really put an emphasis on accepting accepting themselves you know, as they are, of knowing their worth, loving themselves before doing anything, before like finding the right clothes to attract uh, the high value man, or, you know, before going to the right places, before wearing the right place, you know, wearing the, the right clothes or like, um, you know, before like learning etiquette or uh, the best mannerism to attract such and such, like those things are nice. But if you don't, love yourself deep down, you're gonna, I don't know. It's just not gonna, I mean, it'll work, but you won't get the full, the, the full experience. No, yeah. because, yeah. um, yeah, people can see that from a mile away when you're dealing mm-hmm. with nature, you know, there's predators and there's prey. So mm-hmm. someone who is timid about themselves, not unsure about themselves and content with being single, the right person sees that and they might exploit it. That's so true. yeah, before you even date, like I already mentioned this on the podcast, but just in case y'all missed it, before you even date, make sure you have that in order, your self-love in order, because otherwise everything else is just going to get real scraggly because yeah. you're going to be like, this guy didn't appreciate me. This a, Did you appreciate yourself first? Wait, you keep talking. Did you appreciate yourself first? That's exactly. Number one. exactly. <laughs> like... Yeah. People are only going to treat you um, how you treat yourself, you know, and what you allow. That's it. Yeah. So that's pretty much the most important thing. That's why I'm glad that we have these like communities because years ago there was no, there was no reinforcement. There was no like reassurement, like, okay, 
I should do this. I'm on the right path. Having mm-hmm. these in- inspirational people and stuff, it wasn't mm-hmm. there. So yeah, I feel like it's important. I'm so glad that you have joined the community and have this page that I love so much. Again, if wow. you guys, <laughs> again, if you guys want to follow her, which you should, it's at girl love yourself. Y U R S E L F. Okay. And um, be sure to click the link in her bio to see mm-hmm. what else she has going on. She posts daily. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me, you know, on your on your uh, wonderful podcast. Um, I'm going to listen to your previous podcast because I because I was looking at uh, the titles and uh, everything that you had. And I was like, wow, she has pretty good titles. Uh, <laughs> I love your page. Very uplifting. Cutthroat, direct, which we all need. So, you know, don't stop. Um, yeah, you know, just keep up the good work. You're doing the Lord's work, girl. <laughs> and um, yeah, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. No problem. Yeah, thank you for coming on again. You've been like the best, honestly. Well, I only had one other interview. She was great as well, but we, me and you, we got chemistry, girl. We got chemistry. We just, we got, let me stop. But yeah, so I'll see you on Instagram. Okay. I love you, ladies. We love ourselves. Bye. Bye.